from Variety, celebrating 115 years covering the business of entertainment. This is the Award Circuit Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Cheese. What I really, really love when I look around this place is all the sets of boobies, and I want them in my face. Hello, boobies. I love boobies, I love gazongas, I love knockers and chimichangas, I love melons and bonbons and Winnebago's, I'll take a big chest of shirt potatoes, cause I love boobs. Thank you. The collaboration and writing relationship of Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo is infectious, and it's on full display with their new film, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. I'm Clayton Davis. On this bonus edition of the Variety Award Circuit podcast, we talk to the stars, screenwriters, and co-songwriters about their new film, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. The pair talk about their Oscar-submitted song, I Love Boobies, and how they handled the hot temperatures in the Caribbean while filming. The two also talk about giving co-star Jamie Dorn in his big Whitney Houston moment, working with lounge singer Richard Cheese, and their long friendship and relationship. We even chat about getting Annie Mumolo to host Saturday Night Live during the Oscars telecast weekend. Finally, for the first time in six years, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo discuss the controversy surrounding 2015's joy and keeping their art as their own. It's all on this bonus edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. Directed by Josh Greenbaum and written by Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar tells the story of two best friends, Barb and Star, who go on vacation in Vista Del Mar, Florida, and find themselves in way over their heads. The Lionsgate feature is a lively and amusing film that features an ensemble that includes Jamie Dornan, Damon Wayans, Vanessa Bayer, Phyllis Smith, and Wendy McClendon Covey. We get right into it by talking about this crazy time during the pandemic and how these characters both came to be. Hi, Kristen Wiig and Annie Momolo, stars of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. How's it going today? Hi. It's great. (laughs) 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 These times, I don't know. We're hanging in. Annie, I'm going to ask you never to lie to me, okay? You don't have to say it's fine. The other day, day someone asked me how I'm doing. I was like, great. And I was like, whoa, I did not mean that. I was offended for myself. I was like, it's not great. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, look, I got my kids homeschooling in various rooms in the house, just animals in here, just, it's a real circus. Of- <laughs> Chris, congratulations to you, you have a circus in your house now too. We do, yes, we have two tiny little circus animals. <laughs> <laughs> two small humans. They're oh. amazing, it's been yeah, it's it's so crazy being in the, you know, well, it's crazy being in a pandemic for lots of reasons, but having two little ones, it's, you know, they're just sort of growing up inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. challenging. <laughs> just a tad. I also, I also have two kids. Today's actually my son's oh, birthday. Yeah. <gasps> How old are your kids? So, uh, my son's six today. I'm really sad Aww, about it. And my, and, my, and my daughter just turned 10 last week. Oh, you're like, you're kind of in the same thing that I have. Cause I have a 10 year old, my son is 10 and my daughter's 14. So we have the same, um, I don't, what is that called? Like distribution? T- terrible, terrible children age. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. All right. So let's talk about Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. 
Um, where were these two people born in your minds? Where did they come from? Okay, uh, Chrissy. Well, <laughs> you know what? It's it was kind of a slow trickle. I mean, Annie and I have been doing uh, sketch comedy together for years at the Groundlings, and we wrote a lot together. And I would say ninety eight percent of the stuff we did were middle-aged women (laughs) with some variation of, uh, you know, done up hair. Um, I don't know. I I just feel like we've always gravitated towards these type of women. And, uh, after that, like it, it kind of solidified uh, when we were writing bridesmaids, when we were writing, uh, which you didn't see in the movie because it had nothing to do with the movie, but we wrote lots of scenes about Lillian, Maya's character, her mom. And, uh, was it my mom, Annie? Yeah. Um, no, it was you. It was you were talking to Lillian's mom, and then someone went up and just went, just started going. One of Lillian's mom's friends walked up, and then it was just like three pages of their conversation about Costco. <laughs> and how, where she was like, oh my, this Spanish dip is out of sight. Remember? Yeah. She's like, oh my God, that's where I got my, I got it at Costco. What? That's where I got my beach cape. Remember? Or I got this sweater there. I didn't, yeah. But um, we wrote all these scenes, and then I remember we turned in the draft, and they were just like, "What does this have to do with anything?" There's just like big slashes through it that were just like, <laughs> "No, no, no." Oh, how many? How many of those do you think there were? Like, uh, uh, like if you had to make a guess, maybe like I imagine like twelve or fifteen scenes like that that were just oh, a lot, uh, a, a lot, lot. Yeah. a lot. Yeah. If we had a, a container of just of slashes we would have actually annie had like did you have like a big plastic tub uh, i had a plastic tub in my garage of uh our versions of the script which was about it was taller than i me <laughs> i took a photo of it and sent it to kristen one be- once before i had a bonfire in my backyard and just let it all purge out i imagine in both your homes there's like this like well, now that you tell me that bridesmaids is taller than you, now I'm thinking it's an entire house full of just these unacted script sketch comedy acts that are just waiting to be done. Is, is that, do you guys have like this little? Well, we always have ideas written down, but I wouldn't say it's like sketch comedy. It's more like, you know, we just get these sort of like, it's usually characters that we want to pursue in some way like oh be fun if we wrote something where some characters did this or characters did that um it's not necessarily like sketch comedy stuff but it is definitely like oh wouldn't it be funny if you know we had care you know there were characters like this doing this or something like that that's kind of where barb and star started because they were just like these characters we just kept talking like these women were like god what if we we just write something for these people um And they were born. I just imagine that your like your kids and you know significant others are just hearing you two converse like these two women all day like around parties and houses and just like like just write the damn movie so this can stop. Does that tend to happen that you're just speaking like these different people? Definitely when writing it for sure. Yeah, you guys just go rent a cabin somewhere and yeah, get the script. (laughs) My kids are. Just sick of every, just all of it. <laughs> I showed them so much content for this movie where I'm like, what do you guys think is funnier? And they just, they just stare at the screen and they're just, oh, just no response. Like, 
And, and my son, um, my son's teacher asked him yesterday, Hey, uh, my wife's looking for something funny to watch kind of like wink, wink or something. Does your mom have anything, you know, my wife should be watching soon. And my son was like, I don't think so. <laughs> is he, <laughs> after, is he all the, after all this stuff I've been like putting in his face for uh, months, I've been like, okay. And then this, and what do you think about this? And he was like, yeah, I don't think, no, no. <laughs> he didn't he's gra- he's grounded right like you, he's not allowed to do anything <laughs> for a while oh uh, yeah you gotta, you gotta yeah. support mama mama annie always <laughs> come on now um i i should have started with this i love your effing movie so effing much like like it makes me it, i i watch it with my wife Aww. and when i say we were crying like Aww. it was the perfect movie during the <laughs> pandemic when everything just sucks right now in life and we were losing it the whole time it's so it's it's just so funny That's and so i just thank you thank you for that thank you for saying <laughs> oh, that. thank you i mean you know obviously it was you know the well the world's upside down and and it was supposed to come out in theaters and it, you know we did we just had this conversation for a while like what do we do what do we do and we were talking about this yesterday and, and Annie was like, you know, it, it does sort of feel like maybe this was just supposed to be how it comes out and when it comes out, because it is sort of like a little escape and, you know, it's, it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's like super silly. And I don't know, we just hope people yeah. laugh a little bit because it's real hard right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny. So I want to ask, I want to ask this question before we get into uh, the songwriting portions in particular, I love boobies. Um, <laughs> like if you don't understand how I've been so reluctant to use the hashtag and just like terrified and, I, and because no one's seen it yet. So I'm using this like so out of context a lot. Right. You're like Clayton, please. Okay. You can just yeah. keep that to yourself. Just <laughs> But no, it's great. Um, was there ever a conversation with you two about you two directing the movie yourselves? No, because we knew that the hats we were wearing were already like a lot and big hats. <laughs> it didn't, it, yeah, it was just like it was it was too much and when you're when you're overwhelmed it just can suck the fun out really quick and then to be honest when we were writing it um, I saw Josh Greenbaum, our director, I saw his, um, I want to call it a documentary, but, um, there's like a word for it. Cause it's like a documentary, but they use actors to act stuff out. So it was also like a feature. Recreations. Recreations. Yeah. 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 It was just so, it was so our like sense of humor and style. And I just remember calling Annie after I saw it and I was like, um, this guy is, he has to direct our movie. And I can't believe it happened. You guys ever want to direct something together? Oh my God, that would be amazing. See, Chris, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Kristen is, would be amazing. I, I, I feel like I, as in my house, I'm already carry enough. I just, I don't want any responsibility. <laughs> First of all, don't you shortchange yourself, Annie Mumala. I amazing. know, geez. Oh, you, guys could, you guys could be the new Joel and Ethan Cohen. I mean, just saying. <laughs> This could be a great duo. <laughs> oh, yes, that would be. <laughs> oh my gosh, but you're so you're so nice. Okay, Annie, you were going to say something before about uh, direct uh, in response to what Kristen said. 
Oh no, just that it's so much responsibility and seeing, you know, what I, I kind of like just for now at work wise, I like to show up and be like, I love the writing and I love the part, like, you know, playing the roles and stuff. Um, it's such a, already a tremendous responsibility, the writing and all that. Like, I just want to kind of show up and play and be told and what to do and where to, you know, it's just at that point, um, directing is just, it's a totally different animal. And jo- Josh, our director, there were times where, cause we had, we had some really challenging uh, conditions when we were shooting and, um, People were, you know, getting heat stroke. It was very, very hot. It was, it was incredibly challenging. And Josh was such a rock through the whole thing. He was incredible. I, I can't imagine. I've never seen someone endure something like what he endured, and never once raises voice, loses cool, always smiling, always laughing. I mean, like shit was hitting the fan, and he was like. Okay, guys. Bring down his face. <laughs> yeah, just sweat pouring. And it was like, okay, you know, we'd have times where like the crane, you know, wasn't working or whatever. And so it was like, you know, 37 times where we tried things that, and it was so hot. I mean, we're in the Caribbean in July. <laughs> um, it was really hot. And so just just that alone, yeah. And then having to go home and then, you know, we're writing, we go home at night and we're writing jokes and we're thinking of things to do the next day. But, you know, he's, he's doing, he's, yeah. oh God, yeah. People talk about The Revenant being this like hard, visceral filmmaking experience. You guys are like the opposite here, sweating and, and dying. I don't do well in heat, by the way. I'm chubby. So that just doesn't Oh, usually, we, yeah, like, I, I'm I with you. I don't, I do die. not a heat person. Well, plus um, that yeah. on and that traps in. I know. And our, yeah. our, our clothes, like you can kind uh-huh. of be like, there was one actor that was sweating so much and you could see the sweat that the costume designer completely wet his whole outfit, <laughs> drenched him in water. So you couldn't see. The yeah. Sweat. Uh, and also because you're the lights, you know, when you turn on those lights, um, they're, they they probably crank it up to like another ten to fifteen degrees hotter, and then you we put the um what's it called the shade the shades up we put them around it blocks out the wind so then you're just like in this heat trap, and we were you know just we would be across from each other and just be like um just so you know I can't see you I'm blacking out um mm. I'm I'm gonna say my line to you with my eyes closed because <laughs> I'm blacking out. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was so, you just see like a bunch of white in front of you. You would just have like see stars. Um, yeah, it was, it was really... We did have fun. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> no, the whole, this whole conversation, we're like, man, this was really hard. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but like, I mean, you're- and we didn't have a lot of money and it was like, you know, it, it was fast and like, let's get this done and we don't have time and guys, we can't do another take and it's going to rain or whatever. Yeah, we had a lot of challenges. It was just, you know, but you endured. We really had to move fast. But you endured because you're, a lot you're of champions, water. and that's why you can direct a movie, Annie Mumolo. Let's go! <laughs> let's go! Oh uh, my gosh! Oh. All right, let's talk about it. Boobies. Talk about the boobies. Yep. I love boobies yes. and Richard Cheese. Who does? So 
I, you guys wrote three, three songs, am I right? Three songs for the whole movie? Yes. Uh, actually, we wrote, well, we, we wrote three. We wrote um, J, uh, the mu- uh, musical number in the middle and one in the beginning. And then we, we wrote- Jamie with, Jordan we, song. Yeah, we yes. wrote Spruce Prayer, the hotel uh, song. Vista Del Mar. We wrote a series of songs for the, for Richard Cheese for the lounge. We had a we had a whole a whole series. Um, boobies won out. <laughs> yeah, because boobies the first won. one was boobies, and then the second one was about how he had um, he had high cholesterol. Sleep he loved this sleep apnea, and he can't eat Wait, bacon. Is that a <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it about how he can't eat bacon? Like I've got sleep well. apnea and a, a doctor says no, no. Something about sleep apnea. I don't remember. His cholesterol is really high, and if he eats bacon, his heart his heart's gonna blow. Something like that. He'll have to go to the bathroom or something. Like we had all these different. And he sang all of them, and then you know when we got in post, we were like, really? <laughs> just all boobies. <laughs> but no, actually, the one outside is about. Um, his his friend. friends passing away all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you guys feel that you that you gave Jamie Dornan his most emotional number that he could ever sing in his life, and it was his, it's his "I Have Nothing" Whitney Houston moment. Oh, that is a good analogy. It is his moment. I can't he believe it's real. It. I mean, like I wish we had brought. a recording of him when he was in the sound booth, like singing his face off. (laughs) I wish we had that because he was like, and he can sing, like he's amazing voice. It was a treat for all of us. Another situation also where it was, uh, you know, it was hot. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like twirling and rolling and running and leaping and climbing around the beach. And without never, never one complaint, he was just like, all right, let's go. What else? You know, he was just like, so game. Oh my God. He's the best. For our viewers that can't see right now, any Momolo has PTSD and is under three air conditioners because the heat thing is just so traumatizing to her. <laughs> at point. You can't even imagine yeah. ever being I, like, I, I, I imagine yeah. that just being like, that's, that is hell in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I want to talk about your writing process. Like you two, like, I guess a lot of us who aspire to be writers and want to get into this business, wish that we had someone that we trust that much with not just words, but also that discipline and that, you know, help you get better. It's hard to like, it's not easy to find partnerships like that. Um, was this uh, natural for both of you from the jump of your friendship or did this, as it just developed and get better as time goes on? It was pretty instant. I mean, I, I wonder like now that you're, you're asking us, uh, this question, like, I wonder if it was sort of like easier for us because we started writing sketches. Like we didn't jump in and say, let's write a, you know, 120 page script. Like we were writing seven page script. Mm -hmm. And when we first started writing with each other, you know, at the groundlings, when you're in the Sunday company or the, or the main company, you know, you put uh, sketches up in the very beginning before you put the show together and, you know, some get in, some don't. And Annie and I would just always, always write together. It was just so easy, so fun. Um, you know, and then jump to years later when we had the opportunity to write a movie, it was just like, let's just 
tried to just do a really long, really long one. Yeah. We had sort of thought about like, what would the ideas be? Or we were kind of thinking about it and oh my gosh, Kristen, do you remember <laughs> one time we were doing, we did a, we had a show. It was a show night at, for, at the Groundlings on this um, producer guy came up to us after and he was like, I'm a producer. I'd love to see if you guys have any movie ideas. You have great chemistry or something like that. And we were like, oh, cool. We're really excited. And he was like, give me, um, like, here's my number or something. Call me and maybe we can set something up. And um, we were like, okay. And then we call, and then we called him and he never called us back. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't. It was like such a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Is, is, is this pre, is this pre SNL? Like that? Yeah. Long oh yeah. This yeah. Was- it was like right before, it was like a few m- months before that. It was pretty close to when that happened, but, um, it was before that. Wait, did we just leave a message? And I literally, I, I have the worst memory. It's scary. Yeah, me. no, he gave us this card and he was like, please call me. You know, you guys have this, you know, like you, we got to do something. And shit. You guys have great chemistry. And then he, um, he never called. <laughs> I don't know why. He, do, you, do you think he knows that today? Do you think he knows it was you guys that he never called you back? I wonder. I don't know. Damn Spielberg. Always doing that <laughs> stuff, you know? <laughs> That's not Spielberg. Let me clear that up. Not yeah, Spielberg. Not. <laughs> not Spielberg. Oh God, no! Let's not get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's just always been. It's just always been like a like a second language. And I know, you know, the way we write with each other, it's almost like we have the same sense of humor and sensibility. So when one person like really wants to try something, I think the other person's like, well, yeah, then we should probably try it. The opposite's true too. Like if you're like, oh, I don't think this is gonna work. I think the other person's kind of like, well, if they don't think it's gonna work, maybe we just I don't know. It's just like an easy, we don't argue about anything. It's just sort of like, let's try it or see if it works or or don't. It's a lot of elements that it like you said, it's it is a lot of trust. You really have to have a lot of trust. And um, it's just so many elements in the relationship. I think it's almost like the sort of lightning bolt of finding a marriage partner like I think like just I feel lucky that you know I have Kristen in my life (laughs) because it's so much joy that we have and it's like the best part of my it's just we when you find someone you can laugh with like that it's just you know it's so it's like such a healing I don't know it's always life life is hard and you know it's just when we start and when we're doing things and working together and stuff, it's, um, it's always fun. It's always fun. But we're always laughing and it's just like, it's ra- It's a rare thing to find. I think with someone. I agree. Everyone needs to find someone that talks about you the way you talk about Kristen Wiig. It's, 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 it's hey, I was saying things about Annie too. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Kristen Wiig hates me. Annie Momolo. No, no, it's no, like, no, no, no. we always joke that we're each other's, creative wives. And I know I also feel like as you, as you get older in your life, you do want things to be easy and relationships are one of them. And you, you start paring down friendships. Mm -hmm. You start like really looking at what makes you happy and what's stressful and what's work and what's easy. And like this business is hard enough as it is. And Annie and I have been through a lot, but also knowing there are those moments on the other side where we're laughing so hard. We, can't talk it's like it just makes it it balances Mm -hmm. out and it just it's worth it and it's just it's the best 
I have one more serious question for you. And then I have the fun rattle off questions. These are the fun ones. Okay. And I, cause you guys write so much. Uh, and any, I know, I know you've written so much like, and you, you've even written movies that get into the media space and are just kind of gross. And there's kind of like this thing. Do you want to, do you talk anything about that, about like just keeping your vision and your art as your own in particular uh, with like, joy and things that happened uh, back during that time? Oh, boy. <laughs> I, know, I know you never really spoken about it, and I, yeah. I would love to hear about it. Oh, gosh. Um, that was a toughie. Um, well, that's it's a tough business. <laughs> um, and when you don't have, I think what Chris and I have learned is, first of all, if you can get in the position where you can produce um, your own stuff and have a voice, there's, there's times where I'm like, you're like a writer or actor for hire, you know, you know, um, and then there are times where you're, it's your project and you're, you know, producing um, um the joy movie was... Kristen, oh my God, help me. I'm going to come in and throw you a life. Um, well, the Joy movie was a actually a movie. Everything that happened with that was kind of a movie in and of itself. Um, I don't know what I can, I'm allowed to say, but uh, it was on one. What's oh, that? No, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, no, go. You. No, it was like a lot of times when you write, something or you're writing for a producer or or for a studio it it is that sort of like writer for hire like you you get your notes and you write and basically you are writing what they want they want a b and c and then you you write it and then you give it to them and when it's your project you're kind of dictating the a b and c mm-hmm. and you kind of hand it in and say this is what we want to make and they really they're very different and you know Annie is an incredible writer on her own and, you know, deserves much more credit than she gets. And people want her to write for them all the time because she's really, really good. And sometimes, you know, when you turn over that script, you're really just like, and this is true for a lot of writers because they don't, they're not consulted a lot, you know, when, when, the movie gets made yeah. or if a director steps in or the studio or whatever. And, you know, it's, I know personally and from knowing many writers, it's really hard. You hand it over and then it's just made. Well, but also in, in that case, um, it was more than that. It, it was, um, you can, wearing both hats. I wear the writer hat and the actor hat and they are such night and day experiences um, as a writer, you're treated very differently than you are as an actor, um, in almost every way. And writing, I feel like is inc- in just exponentially harder just for the, for that reason alone. Um, and, um, the joy movie was very heartbreaking experience for me. And I had to like sort of separate just because, um, of that aspect of things. Um, you know, when it was going in one direction and then we kind of got a phone call overnight that there's a change (laughs) happening 
And then I was asked to do things that were against my, like my morality or whatever. And, and it was very difficult. And then when I didn't feel comfortable doing those things sort of against my values and stuff, um, I was like lambasted. And, um, it was an almost, I, I can't say too much, I guess, probably because I, but I was living kind of in fear. That's all I can say. (laughs) But, um, it's, it's sort of a testament to like, to the power of how certain, you know, in show business, people who have a tremendous amount of power and what they can do with it and how they wield their power. And, and sometimes the people who have so much power um, are people who shouldn't have, who wouldn't in the normal world have that much power. And they're being given it because like Judd Apatow told me, he said, it's like certain names, if studios, you know, if they, if it's money and numbers, they don't care what the behavior is. Um, they just don't. So, and he said, that's just a hard thing to, because um, he was a very big advocate for me back then. Um, and so um, it was it was a tremendously scary and a, a life lesson. And it was, it was a lot of upheaval and it, it was just a very strange, it's something I never saw coming. Um, but it was, sorry, is that too long of an answer? No, 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 not at all. Um, no. We've talked about it in a while. It's all coming out. I know. And I recall Kristen, I mean, there's just, it's, it's, it's actually just, it is really a movie within a movie, but I, I really do. I had such a, uh, love for Joy Mangano, the woman that that movie was about. And, um, so that still, yeah. sh- that still shines through for me. And, um, I, I just think she's a tremendous human being and like, yeah. She's an inspiration and um, she still is to me. And um, that's what I took away from it was just meeting her. Before my time at Variety, many, many years ago, right around the time of all that, I remember this, the original script made its way out in the sphere and I, and I read it and, oh. it, was, and it was beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, beautiful. that's so nice. Thank you beautiful. so much. Oh. And that's why in comparison, it pails so i'll i will i will say that part for you your script was beautiful and that movie within a movie that's why you have a great writing partner in kristen wig and feel free i give you permission to go ahead and write that movie oh my gosh that would be a crazy you know you can't certain things you just can't almost talk about because you feel like you know it's know. sad it's sad for, as a writer because anytime you speak up for yourself people warn you like you better not do that they people won't want to work with you if you're just like defending your basic human rights yeah. and you're like wait a minute i you know yeah. so i had a lot of people approaching me at the time to come out and say things or write about it or talk about it but then it was like oh no you can't because you you won't get hired you know you might not get hired again because you'll be perceived as you know being difficult or something so i i never you know i was just kind of like okay well just um i just you kind of have to swallow it and it's it's just one of the sort of things about the writer position you know Annie, I have a request. Can you host SNL before the end of this year, please? <laughs> Wouldn't oh that be amazing? Any moment. Right now, I will st- I will write it. It's going to be in this. Uh, will you please host SNL it. if they ask you? Would you oh say God. yes? Yes, she would. Of course I would. But I, yeah, well, of course I would. <laughs> right here, it's born. I'd you have will to be do hosting it, right? SNL free end of this year. <laughs> I, it's my mission now. Um, and there will be a Barb and Star sketch. 
Oh, that would be amazing. I, I, I would love to see Annie host. But I, mean, I would just want to do like all this. I just want to do it with Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kristen makes an appearance. Like, you know, she does her I'll thing. Pop in. Yeah, she pops in. But <laughs> this, is, the dressing room. this is Annie Mumolo doing SNL. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> and, and Kristen, by the way, congratulations on your fantastic performance in Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, thank and just you. oh my God. So you. I look forward to your just kicking ass, taking names forever. Thank you. <laughs> You're so, uh, so yeah. sweet. You're, this was so nice talking yeah. to you. This, this, this was great. Thank you so much for taking the time with, the, with me. Congratulations on effing fantastic movie. And uh, just being the best versions of humanity because humanity sucks sometimes. Oh, right back at you. Thank you so much for you're so awesome and positive. <laughs> we just love one you. day we'll see each other in 3D. It'll be it'll be fine. Yes, 3D will be awesome. I hope. Oh, Barb and Star in 3D. Was there going to be a 3D version that we like now are in getting? Oh my god. god. If we ever did another one, if 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 we ever did another one, 3D would be. Oh my god. We could just like Jamie. put our head forwards and like our hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Jamie Dornan climbing a tree in three, like all that, all of yeah. it. The banana boat, like yep. the banana boat just flying towards people. <laughs> I, I do have to have you say one more one more thing. You have to say something great and amazing about Richard Cheese because he is just precious oh. car. He is. First of all, everyone should just go on uh, wherever you can get your music and look up Richard Cheese because his music is amazing. And, you know, I don't know if people are familiar, but he, he takes a lot of, you know, you know, pop songs, rap songs, you know, with explicit lyrics (laughs) songs that are not appropriate for children. And he puts them in a lounge. uh, He like redoes them in like a lounge format. And, and it's just really, really good. And his voice is amazing. And he's also just the sweetest, person and i'm just so happy that he's getting attention for i love yeah. what a great guy the oscar race has begun and i look forward to best original song i love <laughs> Boobies. and that on the oscar stage on april 25th is going to be awesome and even if it, if it, if it, if it isn't nominated i think they should throw it in anyway You're- how do you stage how do you stage that one <laughs> you just you just do it and actually annie you know would be great April 25th, and then your SNL episode could be April 25th. It'd just be a really great weekend for Annie Mumolo. Just I love this idea. <laughs> and my boobies. <laughs> the soundtrack for Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar will be released on February 12th, and the film will release on VOD the same day. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Drew Griffith edited this episode, and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest Oscar predictions in key areas, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Janelle Riley, Jazz Tankay, and Michael Schneider, I'm Clayton Davis. We'll see you on the circuit.